I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Clarissa, and Clarissa is a 53-year-old who has a positive vertebral basilar artery test. Which of the following is not a sign or symptom expected with vertebral basilar artery dysfunction? So let's go down to the answer choices. We have A, bilateral facial numbness, B is diplopia, C is drop attacks, and D is ataxic gait. All right, let's go up to the top of this question. For those of you who have heard of VBI or vertebral basilar artery insufficiencies, you need to know this for the NPTE. For those of you who haven't, you need to do some digging here because this is a condition that can cause death if it's present. It also can cause permanent damage or dysfunction. And so we want to make sure that we know this concept because we need to refer this patient out to the ER immediately if we start to see that this is present or this condition is present. All right. So let's go up to the top of this question. I'm going to help you to knock out the major information that you need to know. And then we'll talk about how to roll in and roll out these answer choices. Cool. All right. Let's knock it out. So it says Clarissa, 53 year old who has a positive vertebral basilar artery test. Let's stop there for a moment. This is really important. So we have a patient, 53-year-old, so keep in mind that age group. It's not necessarily elderly, but the person's up in age there. And then it says positive vertebral basilar artery test. You got to know this for the MPTE. You have a vertebral artery on the right side of the cervical spine. You got a vertebral artery on the left side, all right? And so those two run up the cervical spine and they come together to form the basilar artery. Now, all of that is great, that anatomy there, but what's really important is that these arteries that I've been talking about supply major areas of the brain. They supply the cerebellum, which you know is important for movement regulation, coordination and balance, it supplies the brainstem, which is very, very important, you know, for our survival. And then the occipital lobe as well, which, you know, participates in a lot of visual activity. All right. So these arteries are very important. And then we can do a vertebral artery test to see if there's not good blood flow going through one of those arteries. All right. So that's an overall, you know, 30,000 foot picture as to what the vertebral arteries are. And then again, you can do this test, which you can look up in your McGee book. It's called the VBI test, and you can look at how to test the patient. Cool. So here it says that the patient has a positive vertebral basilar artery test. So we tested the patient and we see that one of the arteries is a problem. 
Now let's continue down the question. It says, which of the following is not a sign or symptom expected with a vertebral basilar artery dysfunction? So if we really look at this question, what is it really saying to us? Well, it's saying, hey, this patient has a positive vertebral basilar artery test or they have VBI. Great. And then it's saying, well, you know, which of the following is not a sign or symptom that we would expect to see in this type of patient? Okay. So bottom line, you better know your VBI signs and symptoms. And by the end of today, we'll go through a little mnemonic for you to remember this stuff, but you got to know this in order to get it right with confidence. So let's go down to the answer choice again. For those of you on the podcast, we have a bilateral facial numbness, B diplopia, C drop attacks, and D is a toxic gait. Let's knock it out one by one. A says bilateral facial numbness. A lot of you selected this one. I see why you did because I would expect to see facial numbness in a patient with a VBI or vertebral basilar artery insufficiency. I would expect to see that. All right. But here's the thing. Notice in the question, it didn't say the patient had a bilateral positive test. It was really talking about one side. And so If I'm testing one side and I see that the patient has insufficiency on one side, then I would expect facial numbness to be on one side. Exactly. And it would be on that ipsilateral side. So if I tested the left and I was testing the left artery or whatnot, and the left artery was impacted or insufficient, I would expect left facial numbness, not bilateral. And so what I'm going to do right now, remember the question is saying, which of the following is not a sign or symptom. So A is looking really good right now as the right answer. I like it. So for those of y'all who selected bilateral facial numbness, I actually agree with you, baby. (laughs) Yeah, it's very easy for us to get kind of hung up with the question stem. And I really want to hone into that for a moment. A lot of us get stuck on our practice exams or even the MPTE when we look at a question stem and it says, which of the following is not a sign or symptom? Here, a lot of you selected bilateral facial numbness and you're actually correct here. This is true because this is not something I would expect to see. So a lot of y'all selected the answer. I love it. That looks like the right answer for now, but hold on a minute. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got to go through the other answer choices. Let's look at B. B says diplopia. Diplopia is double vision, y'all. That's the name that you need to know as far as like a more layman's term, double vision. Now, is this something that I would expect to see in a patient with a vertebral basilar artery insufficiency? The answer is yes, I would expect to see that. So guess what? I'm actually going to put an X next to B. Why? Because I'm looking for which of the following is not a sign or symptom I would expect. Diplopia is a sign or symptom I would expect. So let's put an X next to that one. Let's look at C. C says drop attack. Drop attack. And these are like more of fainting spells. The person just automatically drops. It's all of a sudden. It's very abrupt. And a lot of times the patient doesn't know what happened. It came out of nowhere. Sometimes they'll call these kind of like blackouts that they have. They hit the ground. And again, they really don't know what happened. A lot of times this happens because the brainstem is dysfunctional. It's not getting good blood supply. And so the patient ends up with these things called drop attacks. 
Is this something you would expect to see with a vertebral basilar artery insufficiency? The answer is yes, I would expect that. So is this the correct answer? No, it's not. Why? Because remember the question's asking for which of the following is not a sign or symptom. I'm putting an X next to C drop attack. Let's look at D. D says ataxic gait. Y'all know when you hear ataxia, the first thing I personally think of is the cerebellum. Now, let me ask you, is the cerebellum a structure that is impacted when you have a vertebral basilar artery insufficiency? The answer is yes. Would I expect to see a toxic gait in a patient with vertebral basilar artery insufficiency? Yes, I would. And so that means D, a toxic gait cannot be the right answer. Why? You know, I got to keep harping on this. Because the question's asking, which of the following is not a sign or symptom? So guess what? That leaves us with our final answer of A, baby, bilateral facial numbness. Boom. All right, put that down in your notes. Definitely get that. This huge congratulations to those of you who got this one correct. This one's the toughie. I always have to read it a couple times because I also just get in that trap of looking at the question and thinking that it's asking for which of the following signs would you see or what is the most likely. And so questions that ask for the least or questions that say not a sign or symptom, those always tend to trip me up. So I got to read the question a couple times, make sure I'm answering it correctly. Does that make sense? All right. Just a little caveat for those of you taking the MPTE in the near or future. Keep in mind that part of your test strategy. Cool. Now, I don't want to leave you with that. I want to give you a little bit of a mnemonic that has really grown on me and I've used it time and time again. And it's really got me out of a lot of sticky situations where I can't remember all the signs and symptoms of a vertebral basilar artery insufficiency. Can we go through those? All right. So the way I remember it is the five D's and the three N's. Let me say that again. The five D's, as in dog, the five D's and three N's. So there's going to be five signs or symptoms that you're going to see that start with the letter D. All right. And the five are drop attacks, dysarthria, dysphagia, diplopia, and dizziness. Those are the five D's that are present in people with vertebral basilar artery insufficiency. Cool. Write that down if you can. If you're in the car, you might want to rewind this when you get to the clinic and make sure you get this down. All right. Now, remember I said the five D's and. So let's take a look at that word and. The first letter is A. And the A stands for ataxic gait. All right. So put that down in your notes. The A and and stands for ataxic gait. All right. And we have our last three signs and symptoms here. And they're each going to start with the letter N. Are you ready? So it's nystagmus, starts with an N, nausea and vomiting. And then last one is numbness that the patient can get in the face. They can also get that in the body as well. So numbness and tingling. All right. So it's the five D's and the three N's. And again, for anybody who needs that, go back and just replay this episode. Make sure you got those in your notes. These come straight out of your McGee book, which you can also check on as well in order to make sure you solidify the understanding. Cool. So the five D's and the three N's, boom, 
right there. For those of you who are preparing for the MPTE, the results actually just came out last Wednesday for the January 2022 exam. Results just came out. We had a lot of students reach out to us with the passing results. Listen, I want to thank you all who have reached out to us. Definitely post on IG, TikTok, all those different things, Facebook, and let us know. Tag the PT Hustle so that we can celebrate with you. For those of you who failed it or maybe you haven't taken it yet, I want you to understand that the PT Hustle was built for students who struggle with standardized tests. That's what we're here for. So if you're in that situation, this is what I need you to do. It's absolutely free. I need you to join my private Facebook group, all right? And in there, I help students who struggle with standardized testing to dominate the NPTE, and we do it in a very methodical way. You know, making sure that everybody feels safe, they feel like they can tell us what their problems are, and we help guide them to exactly what they need to do to dominate the NPTE. If that sounds like you, something that would be very beneficial to you, It's very easy. Pull out a phone, go to www.mptegroup.com. We're waiting for you right there. Again, it's absolutely free. And I train people every Monday night, 6 p.m. Eastern. All right, I'll be there. Now, for those of you who haven't gotten our free cheat sheets yet, we got them out there for you. You can download them. They're musculoskeletal ones, okay? So go to www.mptecheatsheetswithans.com and you can get it. So whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Ghana, Overbreak, wherever you're at in podcast land, go into the show notes, click the link in there, and you can get it. Hi, this is Kyle, and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you, and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, Keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.